of a class, so I'm not going to the restaurant. I'm just going to stay where I am and do this. Unfortunately, we only have one other interested person. Well, two interested people. So, and the one other person was not in LA. No, two of them are not in LA. So, they're not going to go to the restaurant. So, I'm just going to stay where I am. Well, yeah, that works since it's all online too. Yeah. All right. So, let me go to a pretty place. I'm at a place called AFI, American Film Institute. So let me go to a pretty place here. There's a lot of things I want to talk about on this web. I'm glad we're doing this. Yeah, this will be interesting. So how is, how is this done with like coast to coast and all that? How is it done with coast to coast? Because that's what I thought it was, was the, the like the coast, there was a coast to coast interviewing you or the group or something like that. Oh. No, 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 then there was a miscommunication there. I was on Coast to Coast, and I said that I was an asexual. They were talking about Nikola, Nikola Tesla, and I said that it's in our community that he's talked about a lot because he's an asexual, um, that because we're asexuals, we talk about Nikola Tesla a lot. Um, and I believe he, you know, he was celibate, um, you know, most likely a virgin. And he agreed, the, uh, the person who was writing the screenplay of Nikola Tesla, he said he was celibate. And he, but he did say that he was, he felt that he was a sexual person. However, um, it was more like not, not acting upon it, but like in writing he wrote some women letters that had very, um, I don't, you know, I don't know if he should have used the word sexual, probably like a sensual flair to it because, you know, it, it doesn't seem like he did anything graphic, but one of them was related to, uh, um, I think it was Rockefeller or Morgan P. Chase. I can't remember, but like someone who was very, very extra wealthy at that time, like, more wealthy than like Bill Gates would be thought of now. And Tesla was writing, gosh, someone related to that person. I do have it. Um, I, I did uh, record it on my, on my uh, computer, but I didn't upload anything yet. My computer is kind of not, it's on the lamb. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cause see, that was what I had asked you is if there was a recording of the coast to coast thing. Cause I thought it had already been done, but then you, you said I, I would like a recorded. So then I got confused and thought the coast to coast thing hadn't been done yet. And I got all mixed up. So, but okay. So this is basically your meetup that, that, that you're. Yeah. Absolutely. I wanted to have a meetup where we were eating raw vegan food and talking about celibate aces. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Like, no one, there's one guy who is from LA, he's somewhere else. And then he, uh, it's too difficult. I don't even know if I want to get him on this line, but he, um, he is abstinent till marriage, but I was always saying from the get-go that I wanted to be celibate within the relationship, even in marriage, you know, and he agreed to that. And, okay, the thing is, he, um, 
he's clinically diagnosed with uh, schizophrenia. So, um, uh, well, anyway, he's very smart, but he's he's super like religious now. Oh. I don't know if you've ever seen that before. Heard that? Um, and that's kind of like tore us apart because uh, he wanted to be like the spiritual leader. And oh no, one of those, huh? Yeah, he's very like literal with the Bible. Um, it's a shame because I still like care for him quite a lot. But anyway, we we were apart. Then we got back together. I I, I can't explain all of it right now. Maybe some other time because I want to get to the ace part. Well, maybe I will as as we're talking about this. But now, I mean, I would I would you know drop that stuff that he's like going through right now. Like I liked him as the person that we were like originally I was with and. I want, I'd like him to be affectionate, but like he's actually saying now that he thinks he's an aromantic ace. So it's just, I don't know, Chandler. I can't get, I can't get all into it right now, but yeah. it all started where we like bonded because he was abstinent until marriage and I'm the way I am. So that's yeah. that. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I don't know if I I, get, I mean, he said he was interested in this, but at the same time, I'm not sure if I want to get him on the line right now, maybe at a different time, because I really want to share my feelings on, um, you know, why I chose and you, and I don't know if I want to get someone that I was in a relationship with right now on the line here. <laughs> I think it might... <laughs> complicate things for our first meetup <laughs> yeah yeah so you said I, that okay I so really, i really want to get this up on youtube though because i think it's really important that we're coming from the same mind frame you and me yeah pretty much now a couple things i wanted to say is uh because there were only two other interested people and no other accepting people um that makes me feel like it's a real, uh, it, we're in a real minority here. Yeah. <laughs> I post this on like ACE websites that I belong to. One other thing that I want to tell you is I belonged to um, a couple ACE groups that were specific to Los Angeles. And I said that I was like, well, in in my celib celibacy Facebook group, last year, I was doing a raw vegan meetup. I did that, and I only had one person show up, <laughs> plus my former fiancé. He came, like, later. Um, I asked to put my meetup on these L.A. Ace places, and I was told that I could. I put it like twice and the second time it was like removed and on a different ACE website it never even showed. And then I was told, well, we don't feel that this goes with our platform and on this one you didn't even ask. And I said, well, I thought the two were related, number one, 
and I did ask. And then number two, um, I, I don't see why it's not related. It's an ACE meetup. It's just like talking about veganism and whatnot. And they're like, well, we don't want to. And I didn't get combative, but I just said, oh, you know, that's a shame. And like, I just tried to give my point of view why I thought that it should be up there again, not like angry or anything, but I probably wrote a little bit too much and I was blocked from the group. So what I did with my other celibate ace friend is I found out that, well, I, I, I was going to go to um, like a little seminar that they had at UCLA just about aces before this happened. So I went with my friend just to talk to the person who had blocked me to, you know, to try to say, look, you know, I apologize if it seemed too um, pushy. I was just excited about being a vegan and I don't think I did anything wrong. I asked if I could post it up. So I went with my friend because it was the only way that I felt I could talk to them since I was blocked. I didn't know how to do it any other way. And this person said, well, we don't want to, we, you know, celibacy and, uh, being an asexual, they're two different things. Like she was going off of, she must have like really read into my Facebook group more about, you know, it was more than just like the vegan thing. It was a celibate thing. So she really like came at me hard with the celibacy asexual thing. Like I told you like online, like in the past week or so, she was very angry. And I have another ace person He's kind of like, oh, God, it's like a, it was a romantic thing. And then he didn't get into the country. And then he like decided to go with somebody else like within a month. So it's like, ah, I don't know. It's like he said he's sorry. And I just I don't know if I could trust him. I would love for him to be on, but I can't like trust him. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'll get into that later. <laughs> but anyway, I asked him at the time because we were really like we were really tight. And I said, can you please, um, you know, tell this group, tell this person that it was really wrong what she did to me face, face to face, like, you know, with, with the celibacy thing, because that is, that's discriminatory how she acted towards me just because like I'm a celibate and she got back to him and said, Monique can like reach out to me instead. Like I'm not basically, I'm not going to talk to you about it. So, um, I didn't, I just didn't have time. I was like disappointed by the whole thing and I just, I left it undone. So that was, I don't know, like eight months ago. The reason I'm telling you this beyond like the discriminatory part of like the celibacy thing is and I'm, by the way, I'm going to have to plug into a wall, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start walking inside. I've been using my phone all day to take notes. Um, the reason I'm telling you this is these ACE websites that I belong to, they're not LA website, LA ACE websites, but maybe there's some, like, LA people. I mean, I just hope what I'm trying to say is not that I was not blackballed. Um, 
no one has on any of the ace websites that i've been on no one has said anything about that um so i don't think it is i think it's more like you and me are in the minority <laughs> of a minority and i i belong to like four ace groups and then plus mine i belong to the asexual vegan i belong to just it says asexuality, aces without kids, those are the ones that I belong to. So, you know, I posted on all of those, but I didn't, I didn't keep posting. Uh-oh. Sorry. I'm looking for my, my glasses now. Sorry, Chandler. I wanted this to be a little bit more professional. <laughs> Well, I'm not professional, I can promise you that. Okay. Yeah, so basically it sounds like you were kind of being censored when you're trying to notify people about this meetup you're doing about asexuality and veganism and stuff. That's right. Last um, last year I was. But this year, I, you know, I don't know. Like I said, I, no one said anything to me on any of the ace groups that I belong to now. Oh, actually, you know, I forgot to um, put put this on Ace. There's an Ace Bosnia, and I think there might be an Ace Ireland or something. Oh, God. Sorry, I just... Where was I sitting? I'm looking for my glasses now. Shoot. Yeah, well, um, so that person got, like, angry uh, um, about... It's saying that asexuality and celibacy aren't the same thing, right? Yes, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, I don't know why she'd be angry, though. I mean, it's true there there's a difference, but it's it's very it's it's one of those things that a person has to have a conversation about because they may not at first get it, you know, because there there are people who may be sexually attracted to people who are celibate for other reasons. And then there, there's people who are just plain aren't attracted to anyone in the first place. And, and so they're very likely to be celibate. Um, it's so they go together so well that it is confusing. Yes. Sorry, I can't find my glasses. And I, I need my glasses. I think what I did is I put them on the grass when I was... Uh, when I was sitting there, and now I can't see very well. I can't believe this. I'm so sorry. I have to find the glasses before we continue. I can't just lose them. And I want you to record me, and I know you have to go to sleep. What time do you wake up? Well, I normally wake up at 4 in the morning. when. Uh... 4 in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> Is this too much? Is this too much for you to do right now? You can go to sleep if you... I mean, we could do this at a different time if it's better for you. Well, no, that's okay. I, I'm all ready, and, and, and I... Yeah, so I, I figured we might, we might as well, well talk till, till 9 if you want, because that's what I had planned. And, and, I don't, and I don't really care necessarily too much ab about the Coast to Coast thing. I just misunderstood. Yeah, I'm still up for talking tonight if you, if you want so, so the I, other yeah, I, I, I want to talk. Yeah, okay. I do. I'm just. Uh, I'm so sorry. It's just I'm hearing like I might have to leave in ten minutes from this area, 
I'm plugged in. I don't know how much juice I'll have left. Let's just at least talk oh, for the time I have in here. I'll get powered up. We'll probably have maybe 20 minutes before it like goes off again. So yeah. All right. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so basically it, it's, it's, it's basically saying internet connection problem. I don't know what's up with that, but, um, yeah, can you still hear me? I can still hear you. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, a, um, asexuality, just like veganism, it, they're both minority topics. Only. Oh yeah, another thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, only so, few people are actually interested in those things because, the, I mean, sadly, there's so few vegans. Um, and then asexuality is a is probably always going to be a minority um, but I wish people would take it seriously because asexual people are often considered like well what's wrong with you that you're not interested in sex like everyone else is and it's almost like and th this happens with every topic too it's like whenever there's someone who's different from them then there comes this question in their mind well, who's right and who's wrong? Like it almost threatens them that there's someone different than them. And so th that's why it it's really strange when someone brings up a new topic and then people resist it. Um, uh, and Monique, you may agree with this. Like, for example, perhaps the reason so many people were were threatened um, by like the whole gay marriage thing and the homosexuality thing was because it seemed like a threat to their way of being somehow, the way they thought things were. Um, and I think asexuality is similar, like people don't get it. Um, and did you want to talk about the difference between asexuality and celibacy? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, do you want to... Should we make? Should we personalize this from our own experiences, or do you want like the? Uh, are you recording, by the way? Yeah, I started recording already. So. Okay. Well, I'll give the definition, and then I could um, detail it into my life. Do you think that would be a good idea? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, I feel that the difference between celibacy and asexuality is. Celibacy, you're absolutely making a choice, whether it be for religious purposes or reproductive purposes. Um, what else? <laughs> not wanting to get an STD, not wanting to get spiritually, emotionally um, connected to someone uh, before you get married, per se. Although, you know, that's when the definition of abstinence and celibacy they become like <clears throat> one <laughs> um abstinence though is when you know you're going to do it at a different point like when you're married although not if you were talking about alcohol you could say like i'm abstaining from alcohol you wouldn't say i'm being celibate from alcohol <laughs> So the word abstinence does take a different um, connotation when you're speaking about uh, you're abstaining from intercourse. 
Yeah, as a side note, I think it would be good if people were celibate from alcohol. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should like change that. We could put that into the vocab. Yeah. Well, you know, I've, I've read that definition, basically. People try to say, well, celibacy is a choice, whereas asexuality is like a lack of attraction. And yet, I've always disagreed with that because, as you, as you may know me, Monique, I actually explain that there's no such thing as an actual choice. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and, and that's where it gets interesting. So a better way of saying it would be like a person is celibate um it's like they they may have a desire to have sex but like you said they don't want to sexually transmit disease or or whatever other reason might be some religious reason sometimes um so that's an interesting case where like you know that conflict like you want to do this thing but at the same time there's also another reason you don't want to do it and then there's like this war where which desire is stronger and then which whatever is the real stronger desire is what determine what happens yeah. whereas the so the difference is that an asexual person doesn't have the struggle it, you might say like since they're not particularly interested in sex anyway celibacy is just kind of something that happens unless for some reason like and you, and you might hear of this with some people like well they don't care about sex but they yeah, yeah. have a relationship with somebody who wants sex so they do it for their sake you know they do it because someone else wants to but not because they want to mm -hmm. which, which is sort of i don't know it's sort of, it's it seems like i don't know i mean some people do that but to me that seems like you're pretending to enjoy something you know, just because someone else wants you to do it, but it's not something you want to do. So that's that's a little iffy, but that's what happens with some people. That's what he was talking about today. Yeah, that's right. Um, I also feel that uh, okay, there's two different things. My phone's blinking, so can you see me? Okay, just for the technical aspect of this. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't actually need to see you necessarily. It, right now, it's just showing your image again. That's fine. Okay. Uh, my phone it has like too many windows and not enough storage, and it's blinking and stuff. So I don't see either of us. I'll just talk to you. It's probably better that way anyway. Yeah, it, yeah, that's fine. Okay, so what I wanted to say to you about the celibacy, and another reason that you might not want to do it beyond the STDs, um. <laughs> I don't know why women don't, well, maybe women do think about this, but you know, when you do this act, you get like stretched down there. I mean, how could you not? You also bleed and it just, it's something that is not just like a rubber band per se. I mean, things happen down there that no one really talks about. You know, particularly when you're watching um, entertainment or whatnot, it's like you just see them in bed and that's it. It's not like, that's not what happens, <laughs> especially if it was the first time. Um, and, 
you know, as a female, like I like to keep all my parts and flexibility in place. <laughs> now, that would make a lot of people say, oh, well, she's selfish. You know, I mean, you've heard of people that don't have to have children. It's not as bad as it used to be, but if you opt not to have biological children, people often call women as selfish. Men too, but more the women. I know I've been called selfish, yes. where I feel I'm recognizing the fact that I'd rather not have biological children and I'm not putting a life into this planet. Um, I think that's very responsible. Also, there's you know enough children in the world that are unloved. So one could always adopt or foster. And it's something that I wanted to do a while ago. But I can tell you right now that <laughs> life has kind of beat me down to the point where I just don't feel like I could be in charge of um, someone else's life like that, like bringing them up. That's, it's a huge responsibility. And I do, I do teaching substitute teaching. I'm an actor as well. And the substitute teaching is very, very tiresome. Of course, it's probably more tiresome than if you were a regular teacher, um, because you're always being tested by students, you know, you're, you're the authority figure that they don't want, they don't know, they don't, you know, need, <laughs> they think. So that's kind of like the thing that's beating me down. Not, I mean, if, if I didn't have that perspective, I think maybe, maybe I'd still be okay with fostering or uh, adopting, but like going to seeing, seeing the things that I do, you know, there's good days and there's bad days. And it's just, it's just a lot of responsibility dealing with someone else's life. It really is. And one might say, well, so is like a marriage, so is a relationship. That's true, but you're still like on the adult level where you're not completely responsible for bringing them up. You know, you absolutely will have influence on them. There's no doubt, you know, if it's, if it's a great, you know, relationship, you're both going to have an influence on each other. But I mean, I need to start out with someone that is on my level with um, my, my passions, like I'm very completely into the arts. And that's where, th those are my babies, my creations, just doing this, you and me. This is a creation because we're gonna be putting this up on the web. Um, I, I, I don't know how married folks with children you know, handle things outside the uh, the marriage and the child rearing. To be honest with you, I, it's like it boggles my mind. And actually, I mean, some some do it. Some, you know, it's kind of like haphazard. And then like the kid feels that they were kind of like denied their parents' time and whatnot. I mean, I'm not saying that that's I'm not saying that the woman has to stay home and 
nurture the kid until high school or whatnot. I'm, I'm not saying that, but I do think that it was probably easier back in the day to have kids because, you know, that was really the mother's responsibility. And then the dad would come in and like spend like the weekend time or whatnot. But now with both parents working or, you know, one person at least following their passion or whatnot. And it's like, yeah, I mean, you're, you're almost kind of like making the kid like do your, your work too. I feel if you're like really into your job and you want your, your kid to do what you're doing, then now you're not giving them a choice as you so finally think, uh, Chandler, no one has a choice, you say. Yeah. Um, you, you know, you're, if I was an accountant and I want to be like the top accountant, well, I'm going to put all my energy into accounting. My kid's going to like see that. And even if they don't want to do accounting, they're, they're going to have to like live that life. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, back, back in the day, even with like the mother staying at home and the father working, that too could like happen because you know the families always want you to stay in the family business but what i'm trying to say is now with two people working you know you're kind of like determining that child's career like path in in a sense not necessarily i mean they can go to college and be interested in other things and whatnot but um i'm not I think I went on to a, a tangent, but I'm just trying to explain to you that I feel that it was easier, my mind frame, to spend quality time with a child if there was someone who was staying at home and then someone who was working. Yeah. I was one of those children. I was raised like that. And for me to give a child what I got growing up, I would not be, I know, I realize I couldn't do that because with the acting, it's hard, it's hard enough for me to survive. And I also want to make mention that um, it's not just the competitiveness of the business that I'm in that, you know, I haven't, uh, I'm not at a certain financial level or, you know, status level, you know, role-wise, network-wise. I'm going to say that it also is because I'm celibate. I know that, I know this because the choices that I have made have gone back to celibacy, whether it be I choose not to partake in an even an audition because of the material. I don't feel comfortable with the material. It's too sexual, not just for me, but I don't want to put it out there and influence others with that. Okay. Um, I might not have felt comfortable with the person that I was working with because I felt that they were too sexual or you know, coming on to me, or maybe I didn't, um, maybe if they weren't coming on to me, I didn't feel comfortable with their attitude on sex. And if I'm like in their care, so to speak, if I'm working with them, then I'm linked to them. Um, so there's been things like that. And, and not just with like the sex, 
it's been with drugs and alcohol as well because I I've done music as well and I had to like step back from people that were that were using that um, so therefore if you keep like stepping back from these things not only are you limiting yourselves from opportunities well you're gaining in the sense that uh, you protect it yourself but um, you, you time goes by time stops for no one so you know some year, years have gone by and it's like now I can't get those years back and, and it really it really disappoints me another thing is if you even like mention that you're celibate um, you know or you don't you don't feel this way about the script or whatnot your your thought of being difficult so they're not even necessarily going to consider you for other things down the line now we're getting into well what do i do do i have to like go into just like the christian market and just so everyone is clear i consider myself a christian spiritualist not everything about the spiritualist like i'm not into talking to the dead i you know, i think they should a whole different realm and I don't want to get involved in it but I do I do believe that there's spirits like around us and I think some Christians would say well no there's not there's not you're either in heaven hell or purgatory but they're not around the earth I think that there's pretty substantial evidence to state otherwise <laughs> um, so I feel like I'm more of an open-minded Christian on that aspect um, and I'm also not uh, biblical in the sense where I'm going to feel like I must submit to men. I mean, it kind of like is in the Bible that that is what a female's place is. And a lot of churches, they don't talk about that. They don't. And because they don't, uh, I don't feel comfortable. You know, I mean, in, there is that one passage in the Bible, submit to your husband. Now, yes, if you have been take, taken out of context, of course, that was like the language of the time. But unfortunately, um, some Christian churches still take that very literally. And because of this mix-up or because they're intentionally doing it, it makes me uncomfortable. And that's, that's really a shame because I, I think pretty much Jesus's message was like, great, it's, it was one of peace, you know, inclusiveness. Um, and then, you know, I'm, I'm not going to get too much in the Christianity tip because this is, we're talking about asexuality here, but I do think that this needs to be raised. Um, yeah, well, you know, you, you've talked a lot, Monique, already. Um, and I, there's a few things I wanted to say, but I like to take things one at a time and explore them. Because, like you mentioned, when somebody doesn't want to have kids, they're accused of being selfish and what what do you think that actually means? Why do you think people say that? Because yeah, 
thank you. They're doing it. Is it, it's too good for you, number one. Number two, so what are you going to be doing in this life? You know, you're not, what, what are your responsibilities going to be? You're just going to be able to be a free spirit and do what you want because you don't have these responsibilities. Those are the two things. Um, yeah, I would say that those were the, would be the two main things. And then the third thing would be, oh, well, we have to continue the, uh, the population. You're not going to do that. <laughs> It, it's really silly because it, these people haven't really thought critically about these things because at some point they have to consider something, Monique. Okay, now, they act as if there's something wrong with a person pursuing goals and interests besides being a parent. They're mm -hmm. acting like it's wrong somehow. So if somebody yeah. wants to be a musician or artist or actor or or lawyer or doctor or whatever they want to do they act like oh no that's that's inferior you're supposed to be a parent that's all that matters that's how people act and the thing about like like everybody else is doing it um, so why aren't you it's almost like you're expected to conform to what everyone else is doing but do people ever take a, a rest and think well what is the point like, what is the point of our existence? What is the point of your life? What is your purpose? What, 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 or what does it mean to you? And until, like, I think people need to get that straightened out because it's almost like here they have this idea, oh, we need to have as many humans on the planet as possible and continue the human species. And I'm like, why? And there's really no good answer for that. That they don't have one because they're, they're placing such importance on the human species and and it's almost like like it's, it's almost assumed that oh these people have kids and then those people have kids and and the whole purpose is all just procreation like that's the entire purpose but when somebody has a different interest then they're called selfish now that's kind of messed up, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. And it's like, you go to school for this, so why can't you, why can't you pursue it to the best and the most focused that you want? <laughs> that doesn't make sense either. Yeah, it's it's really kind of a strange thing because, yeah, like, and and here's the thing. It's true that when someone d does spend all the time raising kids, well, here's the deal. That does t cost from other things. That means they don't have time to do the other things that they want to do. Well, that's right. The old cliche, like, uh, ma uh, what is it, master of, uh, what um, is it? I think it's uh, jack of all trades, master, master of, of trades, none. Well, having kids is a job. It is a job. That's why there are teachers. <laughs> they teach the kids. Like at some point, maybe the parents can't teach them like anything beyond or whatnot, you know, or their specialty or whatnot. Of course, some kids are homeschooled, but I don't know any kid that has been homeschooled with uh, with uh, college, <laughs> right? That then that even if they're on doing their degree online, they have a online professor. That's his job. So everything that you do that you're creating 
are, you know, really doing is work. It really is. Unless, you know, you just decide to go to the carnival one day and ride the ride the roller coaster just for the heck of it. I feel that most of my life uh, consists of work, even if it's pleasurable work. So. Yeah. Well, and well, what's interesting about this, Monique, is that, yeah, um, basically everything someone is is doing is, is work in some way. Mm -hmm. um, whereas, and here's what's interesting. Notice that depending on what a person's job is, they are treated better or worse. Like if you're a garbage garbage collector or a janitor or something, like people think, oh, that's a dirty job. You you're you you know like they they don't want to do it, and like you should get a real job or whatever. You know what I mean? If people have this idea that certain jobs are better than others, um, but what's interesting about it is that parenting is like the one job that people don't get paid for. <laughs> it's, it's really interesting because almost any other job people get paid to do it or they wouldn't be doing it most of the time. So this is where I think it gets into a, something really tricky. And, and if you allow me to explain, this is what leads to the conclusion that if someone follows this reasoning, everyone would go celibate if they could. If they could really follow follow this, I mean, when you, when you think about it, um, people, they, they yeah, they are they're sacrificing so so many things, and yet for some reason, even though parenting is such hard work, people do it. They don't think about it; they just do it. Because they're they're already having sex, and that all comes back to the sex. And why do people do it? And it's hard to explain that, because, okay, and everyone has a different answer for that. But it's not like if for the most part these people are just doing sex, um, just because it's a thing that's done. It's tradition in a way you might say. And, and the way that people do things, they get it from the movies they see. They get it from the books they read. They get it from what they see other people are doing. Like a fine example of this is like in movies, everyone's kissing. Why in the world would you be putting your lips on someone else's lips? I mean, your mouth is for eating food. At least that's what I think. And talking. It's kind of useful for talking too. But what, why would you use it for that? It's like, and so my, my reasoning was that things already like this body part already had a purpose for something else that was useful why would you want to stick it on someone else's face i was always so i was always the person grossed out by kissing if you know what i mean it was just <laughs> but yeah um well i i'll i'll just interject with that um i i like closed mouth kissing and uh when you date right away, they want to go for like the tongue and get it all like, nah. it's like, I don't like that. Um, if I'm really with the person for a long time and really impassioned, then 
I have done that and I have enjoyed that. But more than anything, it's the closed mouth that I love because I think it it comes down from how I was raised as a child. Like my mother is Italian, American Italian. But I was always given a lot of love, you know. So I like that that kind of pressing, you know, like mm, it feels it feels safe to me, you know. Now the the intercourse thing, that's like completely different because now we're this is not like just, you know, a pressing, you know, like a close. I guess it depends on like the technique, but from what we see in the movies, and that's all I really have to go by, is it looks uh, really animalistic. It's it even even like in the soft cases, it still feels like so carnal, so like raw. I've never like enjoyed knowing that that was like on the other end of marriage. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that, that's the weird thing about it is that that is it it is animalistic you might say because well humans are animals and every other ma mammal that I know of all the other animals are are do that sexual intercourse too and and there and so that's what's bizarre about it is that what's interesting about humans is they've built up other things around the social construct of marriage and and dating or courtship these weird relationships not to mention all these different words you know they have a boyfriend girlfriend and 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 all and all these strange things but humans have built up all this other stuff that has nothing to do with sex and then it, it, it's like marriage is like this package it's basically where it's almost like you you have a license to have sex is the way i understood it because you know i i grew up in um like christian churches type thing you know and it was always sort of like oh no sex until marriage like when you're when you're married you can have sex and i was like well why do it even then you know, but it's sort of like that's the idea is to make sure people are married before they have sex. Sort of like making sure people have a driver's license before they drive a car. It, it's, it's that's what it seemed like to me. It seemed like, oh, we don't want to let people do this thing until they've gone through the proper protocol and the way that society wants them to do things. Which is weird because there's two responses to that. Um, like... For one one group of people might be upset that they have to go, but people who want to have sex, they'll be upset that they have to jump through those hoops and go through people people's system before they can have sex, and they don't like other people judging them or looking down on them. But at the same time, an asexual person is going to be like, well, no need for marriage then. I, I don't really need sex, so why marriage? Why relationships? You well, know? thank you. Thank you, Chandler, for that, because that brings me into the next thing. Like, I would like to have a partner. I would. Now, there was a, a point in my life, well, my parents got married very late in life. My dad almost had me when he was 50. 
So I was always like, well, marriage can wait, you know, until I'm at least like 40 years old. I just like want to date. I want to, I don't want to say have fun, but, you know, I, I didn't know. I don't want to commit. I'm not ready. And the funny thing is, all along my dating experience, most of the time it was like, I just want to date. And the guy would say, no, 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 you know, this is exclusive. We're, uh, I, you know, I'm not ready. No, 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 let's exclusive. Okay, so then I just make it exclusive. And then they leave anyway. <laughs> and then I'm left holding the bag of my emotions. And I think to myself, wouldn't it have been just better if I was like dating and then I, I wouldn't get like this hurt feelings because now it's going to take me three times as long than when I was with you to get over you. That's like my average because I really do get um, attached. Like the kissing and whatnot, to me, that attaches me. To them, I don't know what it meant to them. Maybe it meant something, maybe it didn't, or somewhere in between. But if I'm going to continue along with something, it's like a physical, emotional bond there when I'm, you know, close and stuff. You know, I'm not, I've never been able to just um, fake it. So I've never been able to go with guys who've had more money, you know, older, who've had like a lot of money, where I know it would have, you know, <laughs> easy lifestyle. And I was told by many women, oh, get yourself a rich man, especially in the acting business. <laughs> Doesn't happen so much anymore, but it did when I first entered. That and that a lot, got... doesn't it? <laughs> doesn't that tell you a lot? That like when they tell you get a rich man, like that the whole idea of the relationship is just so they can get that guy's money. You know that that tells yeah. you a lot. That's and and so which what that means is that is that it has no emotional reason behind it. It has it has no it has no meaning beyond that, which is pretty sad. And also, some of the same people say, "Well, you'll learn to love him." And I know you probably heard this, you know, especially back in like you know the back back in the day. Oh, you'll learn to love. You'll grow to love that person. Well. I just don't feel that that's right. I think you need to like feel something first before the love grows, then jumping into it and hoping that it does. You know, that's kind of like an arranged marriage, right? You've heard that. You'll learn to love. Yeah. Hey, some of them, some of them did. Some of them did. Some of them didn't. Um, the, the older I get, like the, the, it, it seems real nasty and suppressive to make somebody marry someone that they don't know or, you know, but the only thing I could say about that is uh, if a family knows somebody like, and they know you, then maybe, maybe it'll work. But usually that's not the way it was done anyway. But what I'm trying to say is, I'm an actor or whatnot. I'm impassioned about like acting, you know, I'm impassioned about this subject and that subject and this subject and that subject and ho hoping that somebody in the tribe is going to like feel the same way. 
because it's actually like really hard to find somebody who's into what you're into, you know, but if it's in the tribe and the family knows and they know like all your quirks and stuff and they like pick the guy like that, it could be easy, but most of the time, you know, it's not like that. Uh, as you were saying, I, I went off of something. Oh yeah, so like it's like it's only money. Yeah, well, most many times it was because of money. You know, oh, we'll give you these goats, and you give us this. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Three- yeah, we'll give you our daughter in marriage if you give us three goats. <laughs> yeah. It's like so basically trading one type of animal for another, right? Yes, it is. I, I know that they still do it in one culture um, somewhere in the mid-east mid where they will stand outside the door um, until you had intercourse and then shoot off a gun. And they want to see, like, blood on the sheets, by the way. Speaking of, like, ancient kind of stuff, like, this, this stuff still goes on. Man, those people have no life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also want to state the fact that it's difficult as an ace female. Well, I guess it would be difficult for an ace male, too, in this aspect, but more for a female. With some of the cultures that are coming into America that are very, like, oppressive for women and expect, like, you know, women to be here like they are in their countries and then if you say that you're celibate well that could be reason for them to uh to rape you you know and i don't i don't understand that of course i'm not a rapist so i wouldn't but (laughs) i'm sure you must have seen on these like ace sites where they do corrective rape i have heard that term before yeah, and that means that if you don't want to do it, or mainly if you're a lesbian, they try to correct you, you know, well, we'll do this, we'll assault her, and then she won't be a lesbian anymore. Well, unfortunately, being a celibate could give rise to, oh, she's a virgin and she's never going to? What? Oh, no, this can't be. And people can get that into their twisted minds as well. Yeah, you're like twisting your face up, but this is the truth. <laughs> I also want I also want to make mention that in the past, not well, I don't I don't discuss it anymore, like but when I was like just coming into age, I was talking about, you know, how I believed in abstinence and whatnot. And I would say this to men and women, because I thought it was like a good thing to state, okay, not to impose judgment per se, but like, well, maybe it was, <laughs> but more so to like to tell them how I felt. And I swear, I saw many a men's like eyes, especially the older ones, not the younger ones, the older ones, like their eyes, I just saw them like fill, fill with lust. And the next thing I know, they're trying to like, you know, persuade me, not not like flat out asking on a date, but like I could see that they want it to be with me. 
because I, you know, I'm talking about the abstinence, and um, I don't really, really, I didn't, I never really used the word virgin so much because, to me, it was getting like a bad connotation. But whatever the case is, a lot of men would want to be with a virgin. So if I mentioned around this then I would see that go into their eyes. And so then I would retract and then I didn't, I didn't say any, I, I wouldn't tell people anymore because now I, I was trying to protect myself, which is really a shame because now I can't get the message out, you know? So that's what I'm talking about, <sighs> unfortunately. And I'm not, I'm not saying anything against the fact that um, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be attractive for either either gender to think like, oh, that person, you know, is saving themselves or pure, however you want to put it. And I don't want to say pure because then people start thinking, oh, you know, she thinks she's better than everybody else. I'm afraid to say that, but I mean, if you know, if you put yourself, if you put your hand in like a carton, you know then it takes that shape. And if you don't, then it doesn't. So, you know, which, which is the pure one, the one who had the hand in or the one that not, and that's what I'm trying to say. Ah, it sounds so bad to people who probably like had intercourse and I, and I really don't want to judge, but I'm just saying that if a person is attracted to somebody for being a virgin, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that from either gender. There's not. You know, like I'm attracted to people like knowing that they have the the will or the self-discipline or the 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 smarts or you know, whatever it was that kept them like that. I'm attracted to that. But my eyes aren't going to fill with lust. And I saw that happen with these men. And so then I, I couldn't say it anymore. And then as far as the women go when I was telling them, um, it was kind of like double, it, it, it could be two ways. One, where they get mad at you, or two, where they like, they wish that they had, but they didn't. <laughs> and now it's too late and it doesn't really, you know, I rare, or, or I could get somebody who's like ultra religious and yes, I'm waiting till I'm married. Like now they don't get the fact that you're going to be celibate throughout the marriage. But I wasn't even thinking of that back then. So I guess I could relate to those who, who agreed with me on the abstinence position. But I guess what I'm trying to say is I feel judged by talking about this, um, the celibacy slash asexuality and asexuality because um, you never know what type of reaction you're going to get. And I think that you should talk because... Um, yeah, I haven't had a chance to say much so far and I wanted to bring it to like some kind of good conclusion because if we have this as a recording, our conversation and and have it published. It, it's yeah. I don't want it to just end right in the middle of you getting cut off mid sentence saying something. So yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that there are there are serious emotional issues 
and religious religious issues too involved in people's ideas about sex and marriage and all that and that's why it becomes so difficult it's almost like like the the topic of sex is like it's it it along with religion and politics it's one of those things that you don't want to talk about because people will get mad at you if you have any different view than them on those things yet at the same time everyone's talking about sex but only yeah. talking about how to do it like okay you know i work i work at hy and I have to I have to see the magazines people buy just to put them in the sack. I, I my mind reads the words so fast, and everything is about who's who's fat, who's skinny, who's dead, who's married, who's divorced, who's pregnant. You know, like that. That's all the magazines are. And then, then uh, but there's always tons of stuff. Sex is always like somewhere on the cover of the magazine. All these awful magazines. And it's like, it, and it's in the movies. It, everywhere it's, it, there's no avoiding it and so everyone's talking about this sex thing and yet ironically um, no, nobody actually sees in in movies what sex actually is all they see is a bunch of kissing and then people waking up the next morning in some bed together or something so what people the messages people are fed are not they're not only unrealistic but people, people are not asking the bigger questions about, well, why do people have sex? And is it a, is it a good thing to do or not? And, and what you were saying earlier, Monique, that was interesting is people had interesting reactions when you mentioned that you were celibate or a virgin or something. And it, it's hard to know exactly what those people are thinking. Um, but yeah, it's so unusual that it, it's sort of like the vegan thing i like to compare it to that because like what you don't you don't eat no meat have you seen that movie my big fat greek wedding ah, i never saw that although i should yeah I played that movie is hilarious but okay so the the guy that um this this woman is is gonna marry well he's vegetarian okay and but and her greek family is meat obsessed and then, so when he mentions that he doesn't eat meat, then then they're like, "What do you What do you mean you don't eat no meat?" And they all flip out like they just saw saw a ghost or like they just saw the most horrible thing ever because there's someone who doesn't eat meat, and for them, meat is part of their Greek culture, you know. So that's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. It's like, "What do you mean you don't eat no meat? What do you mean you don't do no sex? You know?" What do you mean yeah. you don't believe in God? Whatever you know, whatever it is, when there's something like that that is vastly different, and so there'll be one or two percent of the population who is in a minority, they see things a certain way or something like that. Well, then they're treated like the weird. Like, oh, you're the weird. You're you're different. We must eliminate you, or we must fix you. We must correct you to be like us and conform, and that's terrifying. When, it is terrifying. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Now, now the, well, here's what's interesting. It's it's terrifying for the people who are being mistreated by the majority. It's terrible for the minority. But the majority, they think they're justified. They think they're right to fix those who are, are different from them. And that's where it gets tricky is 
I think for the most part, the only reason people believe certain things, whether it's religion or politics, the only reason people are, are doing sex for the most part is because everyone else is doing it. They see it all around them and it's just a big thing, you know? And and for some people, like I would compare it to being deaf or blind. It's almost like other people, they're sensing something that you're not. And so you will never really understand them. And I don't know what, what it all is because I don't understand, and here, here's my personal view of this, and this may sound weird, but you may actually get this, Monique. If anyone would, you would. Penises are for peeing in toilets. Yes, thank you. I've known I... that since I was a toddler. <laughs> you know, I, I it's for peeing. Why would you <laughs> use it for something else? You know, and, and, and so that's what's bizarre about it is that it's almost like maybe the more deep of a thinker you are, the more you overanalyze everything, the less appealing certain things seem. Yeah. Well, I don't know why the creator uh, <laughs> made the, uh, the the male genital and, and the and the women like. Why is it that that's how babies can be created, and that's where you go to the bathroom too? What is that saying? I don't understand it. I don't like that engineering. Sorry, God. Yeah. I don't like that engineering. <laughs> yeah, well, it is interesting because when you think about that, yeah, that's extremely weird. Just like I mentioned earlier about the kissing thing, like, well, mouths are for eating and talking, you know. But it's so it's it's almost like, yeah, there's this one thing that's associated with one thing, and then yet notice I, I guarantee you, and I'm sure you know this, Monique, no matter what body part it is, no matter what body part it is, someone will sexualize it. It, You know, there will be like hair products and companies selling hair products is like talk about having sexy hair. Like, sexy hair? Do people have sex with hair? Like, what? You know, like, and I can't, I just don't know. And so... I tend, to, I tend to, for me, like I just, I, ugh, I cringe, cringe at the word sex or sexy, and, except to say that I'm not sexy and I know it, you know. Yeah, I actually like the word sultry better. I don't even, I haven't even used the word sex um, until recent, and the reason is I think I'm just so, uh, what's the word, numb to it. But I can say that I didn't even like the word. I don't, you know, I I would prefer if people say making love, but now that sounds to me like gross for some reason. <laughs> it does, now I just like say the sex. It's like on the opposite. I think what grosses me out about the making love thing is it still seems like manipulated to me. It's like, oh, let's get married and like and we'll make love. Like it's, well, that, that, how I did it there, that sounded good, but I don't know. I just... It just sounds manipulating because, again, the whole context of the marriage is not so much anymore because everyone's, like, doing it before um, they get married. Not everybody. And once but, again, it equates the word love with using someone else's hole in their body as a toilet. Yes. <laughs> I, I completely agree. 
I know. I mean, I knew you'd get it, but most people, they don't think about it that way. They don't realize, and I'm picky about words, because as, a, as an autistic person who has a very, very much of a difficulty with humans and their language, I do not appreciate words having more than one meaning. I don't like it. And that's a that's a that's a inconvenient truth that almost every word has multiple meanings, and perhaps the mo the worst of the words is love, because people use like okay, there's three words used in every song, love, baby, and yeah. Have you noticed that? Like just listen to any popular music. You're going to hear the words, yeah, love, and baby. You're going to hear these things. And these words have no meaning a anymore. And I think love, if it meant anything, I'm still not sure what love is. Um, it's been equated with sex. And now sex has been expanded to everything. Because anything, it's not even man and woman anymore. You, As you know, things are, re are referred to as sex like phone sex. I've heard of that. And I'm like, what? You know, like, I don't even know what that means. So they just attach that word onto everything. And so it's just, it doesn't mean anything anymore. And so this is, this is where it's tricky. The communicating about it becomes difficult. And yet, I, and I think some of us would prefer never to talk about it. Like some of us would prefer to never mention that we're a virgin, never mention that we're asexual or celibate or whatever. Um, but at some point, it's going to come along whether you like it or not. So, somebody is going to try to either pursue a relationship with you or ask you, hey Chandler, um, do you have a girlfriend? No. Well, why not? And I'm like, I don't know. And, and they're like, you're not gay, are you? You know, like this happens. Like people ask you, will ask you awkward questions. And, and, it, and that, that's happened to me. It's like, and people have asked me before if I masturbate. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, th these are weird questions to be asking people. Let's admit, these are strange questions. And yet, you know what? People have never been interested about me as a person anything that I actually care about. They never ask me about what I would believe about or my opinion on things. All, all they want to know, know is your sexual orientation and if you masturbate. And, and I'm like, so basically people are just thought of as sex objects, not just the women. Now we know this happens to women, but men too. It's like everyone is a sexual being. Embrace your sexuality. What sexuality? You know, and you just hear this. And I think more than anything, um, when people um, are, when asexuals are talking, it, it's not so much that they're talking about not doing sex, like what's there to talk about. It's more like venting because we're frustrated that the rest of the world is so sexualized and to us it doesn't mean anything. Or Absolutely. That's why I'm doing this, you know? Yeah. I mean, this is this is true personal stuff. So if like we're talking about this, people would be like, well, they're not embarrassed. They're not shy about it. You know? <laughs> but we have to talk about this because if we don't, it's like we continue to have to hide in the closet and we have to continue to like face the shame, face like the terror, the 
as you said, it, the terrifying things that come along with it. And it's just not fair. Yeah. It's not fair. I want to live my life like open without people. Um, I mean, it's to, to me, I, I feel like I, I experience like sexual harassment like all the time, all the time. Whereas, like, you know, it wouldn't be considered sexual harassment, like, technically. But to me, it is. Because, like, you, I have to keep listening to this all the time. You know, it, it's like, it's, sexual harassment is really pretty much designated to, like, oh, is somebody, like, treating you in this way at work or, like, saying something or whatnot. But it's, like, it's all over the place. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, well, no, like you may you may able to go a be able to go through a day where no one is touching you, no one's trying to rape you, but in their words they do. In a way because you're being exposed to something, like even like when you're working at your job, around people, everything that they say, everything the customers say, you have to listen to it because you're kind of there in the moment. And so it's like they're forcing whatever they're talking about on you. You have to listen to it. It goes into your subconscious mind, and you have thoughts about it, and yet you don't get to say anything. And that's why I, I think that's why it turns into rants on my YouTube channel when there's a when there's a topic. It's like I feel like I need to just let it let it out somehow. And that's what I feel yeah. like it is. Like it's just. Like, we're frustrated. We just need to let it out and, and say, you know what? There's something going on that's not okay. Yeah, and, and I, want, I want to add about that. You just said, like, with the therapy session here. I mean, there will be some people that say, you do need to go to therapy to talk about this. But, but here's, the, here's the catch on that. The therapist probably isn't thinking the along the same lines as you. So how... Can they truly help you? All they can do is maybe guide you a bit or like listen. But really, the helping is what we're doing right now. We're putting it out there so that people can like actually consider us when they're like conversing. That's why I'm doing this. Why should I have to pay somebody an extreme amount of money for how I feel when I? feel like logically and even like spiritually it, it should it should be this way you know instead of me can keep getting like hurt you know by um by the uh the the ways of the world that i mean i i don't agree with it but it is how it is yeah and, and you know it's interesting you know um, and of course, it is getting late, and I should be in bed. But I wanted, I you know, I wanted to make sure the conversation comes to a good close. And you I know, and I feel the same way. And I, I really do hope that you and I can continue this. And as you have your other radio show, yeah, I would very much be interested in in uh, in making more of these videos because I don't think it ends here. I've had many, many, many years of dealing with this, and so um, being asexual, it's not just like, oh, they're not attracted to someone. Okay. Yeah. It's not just about that. It's everything that goes along with it, and I think that this would be helpful. Yeah, and by the way, just so you know, I'm only able to record audio. You know that, right? 
Okay, no problem. Yeah, plus you know what? I would hate for people to get distracted by what they see because I think audio only is better because the last thing you want want someone to do is not listen to someone because they think they're ugly or something. You know what I mean? Oh, and by the way, you're not ugly, but I'm just I'm just saying. You're not either. I think we're both. I think we're both uh, actually um, good uh, good asexual specimens because yeah, we're. Uh, yeah, the reason we're celibate is not because we're ugly and so nobody nobody wants us. No, it's just there's other another reason here. <laughs> but um you should put up a picture, Chandler. What? Put up a picture. Can you do that? What do you mean? Put my put my picture, put your picture and put it when are you gonna put it up on YouTube? Oh well yeah, actually yeah, it that might be theoretically possible to like if just take um, whatever picture you want me to use for you and a, a picture of me, I suppose that might that might work. Do it. Yeah. Okay. I'll send it to you. Yeah. All right. Anyway, speak. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I just wanted to continue with what I what I was saying. There was one thing I wanted to say before we we end end this talk. This has been real good. I know we'll want to do more of these in the future, but um, I think. Things you said earlier was. Wait a minute. I, I, they, they put a they put a vacuum cleaner as soon as you're putting your last thought. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Hang on a second. Yeah. Hang on. As long as you're not being interfered, I'm just gonna listen to. Uh, I'll put my ear to the phone. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, okay. What you said earlier that was important was you know like there are so many kids that need to be adopted, you know. And people are reproducing mostly because of the sex thing. And I think this is something that needs to be considered because a long time ago, I thought, well, if I was to have kids, it wouldn't be by producing new ones because that's like saying to the ones that are already here, oh, who cares about you? You know, I, I want a new one. Like, there's something weird about that attitude. And so, like, I, 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 I am generally thinking that if somebody is cut out to be a parent, and like, like you, I don't know if I could actually be a parent, but it just seems like the most logical and most compassionate thing to do to adopt or foster someone. That just seems like that's a much better thing. But people don't think about that. And I think that by questioning these ideas of marriage and sexuality, that hopefully people will become better thinkers in general and do things that make more sense and help people. Well, thank you. And, and the last thought off of, off of that is, uh, whenever someone says they're going to have a baby, um, you know, I'll, I'll say blessings or congratulations. Like, I mean it. I do mean it. I'm not, like, wanting to, like, curse the fact that they're... Uh, they're putting like a carbon footprint down <laughs> another, but, um, but I, I, I must think to myself that as you're thinking, like, why, uh, why not have, why not adopt, you know? And I mean, there is a little part of me that thinks, why did you say congratulations, you know, but I do wish them blessings, of course, of, you know, it's a new life. But it doesn't make sense to me, and um, 
that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> yeah, well, I know what you mean, Monique. And it, it's a very tricky thing, and it's very awkward because we have all these thoughts that are much more well thought out because our experience is different than that of the majority. So yeah, I think this has been a very important talk, and I don't I don't know if if how many people would listen to it. And sure, there were some technical difficulties and a lot of noise from the place that you're at. Well, I don't know where you're at, but um, but yeah. I can't hear you now for some reason. I don't know why, but I can't hear you. Huh? Well, that's strange. We're having technical difficulties again. Oh no. Yeah. Um. Oh no, this is this is not good. 